Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Tell Me What You Know. Today is Sunday, December the 15th. This is episode 34 of Tell Me What You Know. This is the inaugural Tell Me What You Know Christmas extravaganza. It just happens to fall on the miracle of 34th Street. That's right. The 34th episode. 34th pod. 34th. Yeah. Christmas is a mere 10 days away. Mm-hmm. Have you laid off the advent calendar a little bit? Uh, I'm, on, on I'm on track. Okay. Yeah, I'm on track. Don't get ahead. They're delicious. Is yours to say, is it that Ritter chocolate? Yeah. That chocolate's very good. It's really good it's chocolate. German. Yeah. I love Ritter. Yeah, it's really good chocolate. I just found them recently. I'm sure people are like, oh, it's been around forever. Yeah, I, yeah. I only experienced it in the last year It's new so. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Really big Ritter chocolate fan now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you done your Christmas shopping yet? I've done a lot of Christmas shopping. Does that uh, just mean you went online and bought stuff? That's how we do it now. That's right. Uh, no, I have gone to a store. <laughs> okay. Went to the Patagonia store. I could buy everything in that store. It's awesome. What, for who? Uh, are they listen to this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, for one thing for myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, for some stuff. You went for yourself and you found gifts along looking, the way. You know, I was walking around. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about you? Um, I have done a little bit of Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. We don't really exchange that many gifts in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some for my parents and then... A few years ago, we, we started doing a Secret Santa. Yeah. It's kind of fun that way. Yeah. You yeah, just like get to that. focus on one person. Right. You don't have to, you know. Well, I'm a small family, so it's kind of like, yeah, doesn't work as, as well. It yeah. could still work, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping. Any, don't have uh, much to do. any big items you want this year? Uh, I didn't ask for anything, really. Um, uh-huh. I asked, no, not really. What about you? Uh, same. Yeah. I kind of feel like if it's something I want now, I usually just get it. You should buy it. I usually just get it. Yeah. And also, I don't want anything too big ever, really. No. So... Well, I, yeah. I'm also going to be flying, so I don't have like a lot of room to bring back a bunch mm. of crap as well. Mm. So yeah, no, I mean it's kind of kind of boring at this age, I guess. Yeah, I'm always at. What do you want? Like I, I don't want anything. I love just the Christmas holiday spirit, though. It's oh, fun. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I just like the nostalgia of the holidays. Sure, just being around family, being around Friends. family, Christmas lights, yeah. trees, music, music. Yeah. Oh, it's all great. Well, as this is the Christmas-themed episode, mm-hmm. let's start off with Michael. Tell me what you know about Christmas music. Well, Jingle Bells, <laughs> uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yep, all that good stuff. I would sure. have to say I think my favorite Christmas song is White Christmas, huh. Bing Crosby. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. We're going to talk about White Christmas. Okay. For sure. Good. Uh, I kind of saw this one as maybe a little bit more of a back and forth conversation. Not yeah. too many facts and figures. We got a little bit of stuff here, yeah. though. Uh, but pretty much it's going to be all one big man that's crazy segment. <laughs> Do you know what the oldest Christmas song is? What is it? I'm not sure that this is right, but it, this song is old as hell. Uh, the O Come, O Come was yes. originally written in Latin uh, from the ninth century. Wow. Yeah. So it was translated into English in 1851. Still super old. Wow. Uh, yeah. The ninth century. Ninth century. So it's been like hmm. 1,200 years of this Christmas song. Yeah. People are probably pretty tired of it by now. I, put it another way, they had to do 800 Christmases without it. That's right. <laughs> How did they do it? How did they get by? Probably it was, uh, I know we've mentioned Gregorian chant before, but I'm pretty sure Gregorian monks were the ones who, mm. who pinned this, this song in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And we're going to jump. Uh, you mentioned Jingle Bells a second ago. Uh-huh. Jingle Bells, not only is it a very popular Christmas song, it was actually the first song ever performed in space. Oh. Yeah. 
So in December of 1965, astronauts Wally Shura and Thomas Stafford were orbiting Earth on Gemini 6. They are getting ready to do a meetup with Gemini 7, which was manned by two other astronauts. It was going to be the, the closest to, I guess, uh, human satellites or man-made satellites that had ever been in, in orbit, right? Mm-hmm. And right before they met up, uh, one of the astronauts on Gemini 6 said, uh, we have an object that looks like a, they call it a UFO. So we have an object that looks like a, a satellite going from north to south, probably in polar orbit. Looks like he might be going to re-enter soon. You just might let me pick up that thing. I see a command module and eight smaller modules in front. The pilot of the command module is wearing a red suit. <laughs> and they pulled out a harmonica and some bells, and they played Jingle Bells. It was nice. the first ever perform- song performed in space. <laughs> yeah. So that obviously has to do with Santa Claus there. And it's funny, you couldn't even hear it, because you can't hear anything in space. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You just ruined Christmas. <laughs> um, that's all that they were obviously talking about Santa Claus there, but uh-huh. not all Christmas songs talk about Santa Claus. In okay. fact, the earliest ones were more about Jesus's birth, not so much about Saint Nick. Right. Do you know the first song that mentioned Santa? What? It was written in 1864. It was Up on the Housetop. Hmm. Yeah. So that was the first one that actually referenced Santa Claus. How does that one go? Do you have, do you have that one? Yeah, you know, up on the housetop, reindeer Oh, I like that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's that the one. first one. That's the first one. I feel like that's the first one you learn in preschool as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was the first one that mentioned Santa from, from what I found. Hmm. Got some more facts coming for you. Yeah, here. I love it. <clears throat> uh, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Mm-hmm. You know that song, right? Mm-hmm. So the person who narrated that uh, couldn't sing. So they hired a guy named Thurl Ravenscroft to sing this. Now, you probably don't know the name, but you for sure know the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on, he's voiced several Disney characters. He was one of the uh, Disney rides as well. So he was one of the bears in the Country Bear Jamboree. Mm-hmm. Most famous, however, for playing Tony the Tiger. Oh. So yeah, they're great is also the guy who sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Oh. Yeah. That's a good compare. That's a good uh, parallel track for him. Yeah. Yeah. When do you think we're going to switch subjects here? Well, not subjects. We're going to switch gears here. When would you say uh, it's the right time to start listening to Christmas music? So I, I think that the justifiable time is any time right after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. I think people, you know, you've you've just had Thanksgiving meal. Okay. I don't know if you should put it on right away. Yeah. Maybe like the next day. Okay. I think you could. Okay. But... If, if, I mean, certainly if you're in December, mm-hmm. certainly. Okay. But I will say sometimes in November, early, early November, November yeah. I'll flick to a radio station yeah. that has it. I won't go to my phone and put it on Spotify. Put it on Spotify. Okay. But like, you know, if, if uh, I encounter a Christmas song, I might not turn it off. Okay. Uh, according to Nielsen, a radio station in Syracuse started in early October one year. What? Yeah. Pretty early. Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense because the ratings also show that uh, like listener listeners double during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so according to Nielsen, about like five hundred stations across the country turned one hundred percent Christmas music in November. Okay, I'll take a little example from from a radio station in Chicago. For the last eighteen years, uh, the station called WLIT FM ninety three was ranked anywhere in the ten to fourteen range for radio stations in the area uh, going into November. They flip the holiday switch, they go 24-7 Christmas music, and they've hit number one, and they stay there through to the end of the year. Wow. Yeah. And they start, it, it doesn't really matter, they start as early as November 2nd and as late as November 23rd, they'll start playing Christmas music all the time, and uh, they, they take the number one spot in terrestrial radio in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
people like their nostalgia. They like their their songs. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it right? does make sense. Yeah. Uh, can you guess the group of the age group of the, that listens to the most Christmas music? Sixty-five and older. Not even close. It's the millennials. The millennials. Yeah, we're oh. talking about. Uh, so, twenty-six percent of listeners streaming downloads radio are in the twenty-five to thirty-four year year range, age range, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So that's uh, those are a little bit of quick quick facts there. We're gonna go into the best of the best here. Okay. What? All right. So if, if you had to think of like what the Christmas song is, what would you say? Like the Christmas song. Um. Oh, the weather outside is <laughs> weather. <laughs> right. I would do that one. Okay. Probably. Well, all right. You're wrong. <laughs> for this example, we're talking, of course, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's that song came out in '94, I believe, from her Christmas album that she made. Uh, it's been streamed over 595 million times on Spotify alone. So I did a little bit of math. Spotify, from what I found, pays anywhere from 0.006 cents to 0.0084 cents per stream. Mm-hmm. So on the conservative end, that song's made over three and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has it way more than that. Three and a half that's million. Ju- well, that's just Spotify plays. Yeah, now. right. Huh. And since it's hers as well. Another thing I found is that because a lot of these like people re-record songs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them have either lost their license or they're now public domain. Right. So it makes sense to do it because you're not you don't have to pay the the, the owner of the, of the song anymore. It's right. Just, it's just right. A so yeah, it's a public domain song. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that song, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Global sales over 16 million copies song yeah. remains Carrie's biggest international success and the 11th best selling single of all time. Wow. Yeah. Now we want to talk about the best selling single of all time. And we're not just talking Christmas music. We're going back to your favorite white Christmas. Really? Yep. 1942 is a Irving Berlin song. Uh, it was sung by Bing Crosby, and it's the world's best-selling single with estimated sales in excess of 50 million copies worldwide. Wow. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. And Love that's that not song. best-selling Christmas single. That's best-selling single, period. Ever. Ever. Across all artists and everything. That's what I Across, found. like, Elvis. Yeah. The Beatles. Yep. Wow. So if we look at it, we can jump into that. The top 10 Christmas albums recorded. Mm-hmm. This is before the Nielsen sound scan, which I think started in 91. So this is just going back on the RIAA mm-hmm. uh, record sales, right? Right. So you have Elvis is, is up there. Elvis's Christmas album, about 20 great, million. Great, great Christmas album. 20 million copies sold. Yeah. You got uh, a Kenny G album, Miracles, The Holiday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas song, Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. You got a couple Mannheim steamrollers in there, which are always in there. I feel like it's it's you know it's just the, the orchestra type stuff. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right? They both had six million. Uh, Josh Groban in 2007 just released one called Noel. God, Josh, that was 12 years ago. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey comes uh-huh. in after that. Uh, I found it interesting. A Christmas out al- at number nine here, a Christmas album, Barbara Streisand. Huh. Jewish. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she could sing. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so you mentioned your favorite Christmas song. Yeah. Do you have any others that you can think of now that we've started kind of gotten into the topic a little bit? Um, well, why am I, I am like blanking on the names? I remember how they go, but I don't remember like what the names. Let are. it rip. Uh, well, what's the what's the song that everyone thinks is rapey? Oh, yeah, <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Fantastic song. Yeah, I'm pulling up the one, the names just to help me think. The okay, ones I want sure. Um, that's a good one. 
That's a great song. Yeah. Do you find? Do you think it needed to be rewritten? Where do you fall on this on this debate? Oh, God, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, "Last Christmas" by Wham is Last a great Christmas song. Awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, do you have any songs that you despise? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just looking. So at I'll one just name a couple really of mine. Like. I'm a big Feliz Navidad fan. Oh yeah, it's a great one. Love Feliz Navidad. Love uh, this next one here. Hmm. Little Jingle Bell Rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock's great. It always takes me right to uh, right to Macaulay Culkin's living room. Uh huh. <laughs> I kind of also think of Mean Girls with this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do that so I don't get copyright struck or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six seconds or whatever. Yeah, we gave it nineteen. Uh, most wonderful time, most wonderful day of the year. Most wonderful time, yes. Yeah. So you know, I hear that song and I think it is the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. Yeah, uh, I really like uh, "Believe" by Josh Groban. Okay, this is in the Polar Express. Yeah, great, great, great little movie, great song. Then I'm a big uh, "Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy Holidays" in sync. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one brings me back for sure. Um, that, was, that was 1994, the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams, 1963. Mm-hmm. See, I love that song. Yeah, I love Andy Williams. Yeah. F- oh, fun fact about Feliz Navidad is written by Jose Feliciano. He was born blind. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He was given the, the, the gift of the, the gift voice, of- I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about least favorite Christmas songs. Uh, yeah. So one I'd pass that I don't really like is actually a Jackson 5 song. Which one? Um, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. It it's really a little do it kitschy. Yeah. You get that one. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, I, I want a hippopotamus that. for Christmas? Yeah, I don't really need it. All I want for Christmas no, is my two front teeth. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Uh, do you like Santa Baby? I, I don't mind Santa Baby. I like Santa Baby. Santa Baby's a good one. Santa Baby's good. I'll give you my three least favorite songs. Okay. One, just makes sense. Little Drummer Boy, Straight Trash. <laughs> Garbage song. Get out of my face with Little Drummer Boy. Uh-huh. I watched, we had karaoke last week. I've seen somebody perform this at karaoke before. Really? Yes. A drummer boy? Yeah, it goes from funny, like, what is this guy doing? To like, all right, get off the stage. To it's been going on so long, it's so funny again. It's a uh-huh. family guy take on humor, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second is the chipmunk song. Yeah. No, get out of here with that. <sighs> Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. The final one, have you ever heard the song The Christmas Shoes or seen the movie that, the, that the, was based on the song? No. It's got Rob Lowe in it. I'm pretty sure. It looks like a Hallmark movie. Christmas shoes. Or do they do like any kind of the St. Nick thing when you're leaving the shoes and then... No. So this woman has some terminal illness and this kid wants to buy her some shoes so that when she goes and meets uh, Jesus, she has nice shoes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> the song... I'll play a little bit here. Rob Lowe in the car. Paid him a hundred grand to be in the car. Right. I'm trying to skip to the chorus here if I can. Oh, man, this song's horrible. Just cut it out until I get to the. Until I get to the. Alright, here you go. Oh my God. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> I mean, this is super sad, but what a bad song. Horrible song. Daddy says there's not much time. You see, 
She's been sick for quite a while. <laughs> Though these shoes will make her smile. And want her to look beautiful. If mama meets Jesus tonight. Is there a uh, Christian element? I mean, obviously, yeah, the, Jesus so thing, but it's, it's like a Christian The group movies. is called New Song, and they're a, Chris, a Christian. Christian rock band. I don't know if they're rock. They're a Christian musical group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's new shoes. I mean, it's one of those things that makes you, I feel bad. It makes me laugh, even though it's like a really like not a funny thing to laugh about, Yeah, but it's just like, God, it's well, it's so, so lame. It's so, so cheesy. Yeah. Uh, I just saw another one I really like, oh. uh, Melikaliki Maka. <laughs> yeah. I like that song. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Thinking about, uh, just Chevy Chase when I, when I hear that. Right. Right. Uh, For sure. a lot of these songs go hand in hand with good flicks. I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I can wrap up my part here. I did in my research, my scholarly research, I found a Christmas song I'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I knew that, you know, Christmas music can kind of, uh, it can, it can span across all genres. Uh huh. So there's some rap Christmas music. Of course. There's some rock Christmas music. Yeah. There's some country Christmas music. Of course you got Faith Hill have had a great Christmas album. I didn't realize there was death metal Christmas music. <laughs> so this is a version of Jingle Bells from a death metal band called Coffin Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to play a little bit of this for you right now. I'm going to turn my headphones down. Yeah. Probably a good idea. I'm going to do that as well. <laughs> oh my God. You get the picture. I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. So that's the that's my new band that I'll be listening to a lot more of. Oh, I think that's that's workout music right there. Yeah, Christmas sure. workout music. Oof. I never thought I could. Uh, somebody would make me not want to be around Christmas time, but coffin fuck takes the cake right there. <laughs> coffin fuck. <laughs> Just a great name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little. That's a little. Some quick hits on uh, on Christmas music, just to get you all in the in the spirit. I love it. We're going to keep it. Obviously, we're staying with Christmas. Yes. You've covered music. Let's cover movies. Let's do movies. Michael, tell me what you know about Christmas movies. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? What a point of contention. Let's talk about it. What a point of contention doesn't really matter. No, of course not. But it it is a good point to talk about. My... uh, I have a lot of favorite Christmas movies, but the one that I will watch every year is Christmas Vacation. It's a go-to. Yeah. Gotta watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could probably like quote it line by line at this point. It's just a, it's just a, it just kind of takes you back a little bit. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. It's a feel-good movie. Well, so in your book, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Um, I would say no, only because I've never thought of it as a Christmas movie. Really? But I don't. If you think it is, then sure. Well, let's go down the criteria okay this is and this is very odd i was trying to put this together i was reading other articles to talk about this i've kind of come up with i think three things that i think resonate with me in terms of the criteria okay i think christmas must be an integral part of the plot Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't need to be the whole subject of the movie but it needs to be integral to the plot okay it should take place around christmas time okay like you can't have a christmas movie in july like you just can't do it Right. No, I agree. And I think the themes of the movie 
need to be Christmassy in nature. Of course. So it all makes sense. So good qualities like the theme. So so qualities of a good Christmas movie, I think, should be um, nostalgia, which I think this is a hard thing to achieve, right? Like you can't just go make something that's nostalgic. Right. It sort of needs to be like, and this is sort of the hard thing to say. Like, if you saw Chris, if you saw Die Hard when you were growing up around Christmas time, right. it might feel more like a Christmas movie because you connect it more in that time in your mind as a kid, you know? So if you watch Die Hard in July, you might not feel like it's a Christmas movie as much because it wasn't based around the same time. Naturally. When was Die Hard released? Do you know? Um, Actually, that's a good question. It was uh, 88. Yeah. But um, I think it did July come out 15th. around. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Crazy. Score one for the non-Christmas movie Damn guys it. out there. But it, I would say uh, the the plot of it is fully based in Christmas. Yes, like I, I, I he's guess visiting his, his family for Christmas, right? And there's like a redemption story between him and his wife and his like family. It's okay. putting it back together. Yeah. There's a redemption story between uh, the cop and him overcoming uh, shooting a kid. But there's nothing about Christmas with that stuff. I feel like it just happens no, I mean, to be around are, that time of the year. No, I think those are. Those are Christmas themes, though, I think, from the Christmas story are hopefulness and being, you know, um, an underdog, sort of. Like, <laughs> Jesus is an underdog. Yeah, absolutely, it's an underdog story. We're looking for a manger for this, for this baby, this family. Joseph and Mary have nothing. Yeah. It's an underdog story. That's right. Just like Dodgeball. Is that a Christmas movie? Look, you can, I'm, I'm just talking about the underlying themes. Okay. Obviously, those themes permeate through any time period, but that's a core element okay. of a Christmas keep movie making, theme. Keep making your point. Um, so what am I other way? Yeah, adver- overcoming adversity, family, coming together. It's also going to just be a nice, it's like a rebirth time. Uh-huh. You know, it's a, in a rebirth as well as self-reflection. You know, uh-huh. reflecting on the year prior yeah. and preparing for the next year, uh-huh. right? So there, there are elements to this that, you know, Christmas is a nice pivot moment for a lot of people. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. All right. I'm fully, obviously, in the Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Okay. Fully. Right. Uh, in, including Die Hard 2. Okay. Because Die Hard 2 also happens around Christmas. Just saying. Perfect. All right. So, let's just go down. The, <laughs> let's, let's, let's start listing some movies. Let's do it. All right. So, we're going to start with the classics. So, I am put the five classics oh God, to I, me. I bet I haven't seen any of these. Uh, no, nah, I bet you have. Uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, I've seen that. Seen a Christmas story. Okay. Miracle on 34th Street. I have not seen that all the way through. It's a Wonderful Life. Nope. Uh, White Christmas. Nope. Scrooge, I would put yes. in there. Scrooged? Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the Bill Murray. Yeah, like yeah. A Christmas Carol, right, that right. one. I have seen but that there, one. But there's Bill Murray, but then there was the older one right, as right, well. Okay. So those right. are the more like classic <clears> ones. I've seen the Bill Murray one. But I know the yeah. story of yes, of Ebenezer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, as you were saying, we'll, we'll jump to... So the, the, these are... We'll, we'll jump to comedy. Uh, you had mentioned Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I'm gonna throw Home Alone one and two in there as comedies. Yeah, of course. I think they're comedies. Yeah, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles comedy. Uh, it's more of like a holiday movie. Like, it's it's like uh, it also has some Thanksgiving aspects to it to me, even though it does fully happen in Christmas time. Um, but there's just this element of like getting home for the holidays, right? Yeah. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Elf. 
huge one. Yeah. Probably like one of the biggest holiday movies now for people. People I think. go crazy. That people movie was love it. Whatever to me. Same. I, honestly, same. I don't. I don't find it to be as great as some of these other movies. It's I just like some stu- stupid. There's like a, just a dumb person. Yeah. 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 No. If I. I totally agree. I think it's just sort of. I would. Yeah. I would rather watch Bad Santa a million times. For sure. Bad Santa's great. Uh, yeah, that was my next one on the list. Oh, Bad thanks. Santa Sorry. and Bad Santa too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll also throw in this new one that came out, Office Christmas Party. I have not seen that Supposedly one. it's good. Is that uh, Jason Bateman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to save the company and or something. And they had just like a rager at this Christmas party? Yeah, they're party. doing drugs at the Christmas party and the yeah. company's collapsing and all that stuff. Huh. Um, I'll need to see that one yeah. before I can make an opinion on it. So a couple movies where Christmas is, is fully the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh... Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Polar Express. Yeah. I kind of put these as these are movies where like Santa's in it. Okay. Uh, the Grinch. Uh, the, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Santa Claus 2. Santa Claus and the Santa Claus 2. Yep. Yep. Changing into it. And there was also one other one that. Jingle All the Way. And Jingle All the Way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Santa Claus is in that one, but. He is. I do like a Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah. Schwarzenegger just has the Santa Claus vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those are. It was wasn't that uh, it was Schwarzenegger versus Sinbad in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sinbad was a like they're, a poster going after the, going after the same toys. Yeah, <laughs> there was only one Turbo Man left. <laughs> they wanted it, and of course, like if he didn't get it, then his mother was going to divorce his his wife was going to divorce him and all that kind of stuff. They got to ramp Christmas. up. They got to ramp up the consequences. Otherwise, that movie is just like, yeah, just shut up. You didn't get your toy. Yeah. Um, action and thriller movies they do exist for holiday for for Christmas. Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard one one and two. Reindeer games. You uh-huh. ever seen reindeer games? Uh, Rocky Four. Lethal Weapon. A lot of people forget Lethal Weapon happened at Christmas time. Okay. Uh, Batman Returns. And this last one, I think, sort of spans comedy and action thriller. Gremlins. Which okay. I love Okay, Gremlins. I'm going to make a point here. Okay. Here's why those movies aren't Christmas movies. Okay. Because they are action movies. I don't think you can have action movies be Christmas movies because they're lacking... They 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 go, they're not as they're not specific enough. I feel like mm. Christmas movies have to just be about Christmas. So, with the exception of Die Hard one and two, I I sort of agree with you. But Reindeer Games in this in this list has a lot of Christmas aspects to it. They dress up in in Santa costumes to rob the casino. <laughs> to rob a casino? I don't know. It's just it's there's there's. It's really cold. Okay. <laughs> it has reindeer it has in the title. Of, yeah. I mean, it's... It, no, I think... That, but there are, like, elements of... Like, the theme sort of carries it for me with him. Like, he's sort of trying to forge a new life getting out of prison. Obviously, he's meeting up with Charlize Theron, who's... Uh, you know, he's kind of, like, stealing the girlfriend of this guy that was in prison with him. Right. And, so I don't know if he's like super admirable. Maybe but. it's just uh, I don't know. See, I feel like it's just if I if I think about hey, let's put a Christmas movie on. The only reason Die Hard comes to mind is, is because this debate exists. For sure, I don't think it would ever be like, oh yeah, let's put a Christmas movie on Die Hard. It would well, be so, like a million other movies and then Die Hard. Well, so launching into this next genre, rom com. I think the rom-coms are easier to understand as a Christmas movie because they're just softer. Yeah, you got that feeling of romance and, and laughter. and Right. But yeah. so I'm saying, why can't it be violence? <laughs> why can't it be... I think because it's violence, maybe. Stopping people from stealing something. Stopping yeah. those German terrorists. Yeah. Right. I don't know. 
So yeah, the rom-coms, biggest one. Love Actually. Love it. Oh, uh, great song from that one. Uh, I can't remember. I feel it in my fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is all around us or whatever it is. Great, great Christmas uh, song. But actually not even a re- just made for that movie, I believe. Yeah, I think it is just made yeah. for that movie. Uh, While You Were Sleeping, Sandra Bullock. Uh, happens around Christmas time, but again, very loosely around Christmas. There are only like very light Christmas aspects to this, but it has a lot if to you do put, with family. If you put Love Actually next to While You Were Sleeping and you asked which one was a Christmas movie, Love Actually wins by a billion light years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it has a lot of the red Christmas yes. branding to it, Love Actually. Well, and it's about like people going to see their families for Christmas and finding, you know, re- reconnecting with loved ones at Christmas and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And That's the main plot point. Yes. For a lot of that. Uh, but there's a lot of there's also some like divorce. There's and no Hans Gruber and <laughs> yeah. in the top of Nakahoma Tower or whatever Nakatomi, Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi with, Tower with my with kidnapped my daughter. <laughs> uh, the holiday four Christmases that Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, uh, Family Stone. You ever seen? That? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Best Man Holiday and do you ever see Just Friends? Yes, uh, Ryan fat, Reynolds. Fat Ryan Reynolds. Fat Ryan Reynolds. Amy. Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yeah. Yes. Kind of a good movie. Is that a Christmas movie? I guess it is. Yeah. He comes he home comes for home. Christmas, okay. and yeah. Again, the themes. I don't know, man. Coming back to the themes, yeah. Michael. It's a feel thing for me. If I don't feel like it's a Christmas movie, it's not a Christmas movie. All right. All right. It's a personal opinion. Well, that is one hundred percent correct. Let's go into some trivia. Okay. Movie trivia. In the 2003 Christmas movie, Elf, mm. what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? No idea. Uh, make all the toys. <laughs> Eat your candy. Treat every day like it's Christmas. Oh, that's great. That's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> Staying with Elf. <laughs> Staying with Elf. What is the make and model number of the 500 reindeer-powered jet turbine engine that powers Santa's sleigh? Dude, I mean, uh, they're not all this detailed. Okay, uh, this is mostly for our listeners Rudolph, who are like screaming at the podcast. The Rudolph four thousand. Go break your Alexa right now. Yeah, just like it's the Kringle three thousand. Uh, I was close to the number. Yeah. Rudolph five thousand is not a bad guess. Yeah, yeah, the Kringle yeah. three thousand. Yeah. All right, so here's more of a a, a super gimme, a gimme putt for you. Okay. In the 1989 comedy National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What had Clark Griswold been planning to buy the, with his Christmas bonus that he expected to receive from work? With this bonus check, I'm going to be putting in a pool. <laughs> a pool. Putting in a pool. That is Instead, correct. he got a gift certificate to the Jelly of the Month Club <laughs> from his boss. Yep. Thank God Cousin Eddie was there. That's right. Uh, well, another one. Do you know how long Cousin Eddie was out of work? This is a very detailed oh. list. A detailed trivia one i skipped over but i'm gonna ask it uh, eight months i don't know seven years seven years out of work. that's right uh okay Looks good little fool a lot of sap these neighbors of the griswolds are played by two famous actors can you name these actors julia louis dreyfus ding and uh, who's the guy what else is he in uh he must not be that famous oh no he's very famous uh, <laughs> uh i could picture him i just the x-files oh is it uh david duchovny it's david duchovny. is it really yeah Huh. I, 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 his face in my head is not David Duchovny. Yeah, no, he has. He's. I he, he's, like he's balding like, in this. He's one. like a slick he's super, back. No, but he's got like the slick, slick back, back is hair. Is he really thin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like uh, he's he's not he's not Hank Moody, David Duchovny from Californication. No, 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 no. suave. No. Okay. Yeah. No. He 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 has. He's doing a look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it. And also, this was back when he was like doing um, uh, not another teen movie. Not he's, another teen movie. Shoot. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Not another team movie. I was seeing a team okay, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I was like Googling five things right now. Uh, yeah, David Duchovny and Julia Dreyfus. Give you a half point there. I'm trying to find a picture of him in that movie and it's not coming up. I'm telling you. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure he is. Yeah. I just want to see him though because I can reimagine. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I mean he... Isn't it? Is it not? Oh, no. Nicholas Guest. Damn it, I could have sworn that was him. Oh, uh, this is awesome. Wait, but it says was not in national... Like, the fun fact about him is that he was not in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So, so maybe, it, maybe you got Mandela affected. Is this Mandela effect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Guest. Christmas Vacation. Well, shit. Deduct a point from me. Yeah. Well, it was Julia Reed's Dreyfus. They look very similar. Yeah, he's not as hot as David Duchovny. Though. No, no, of course not. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Damn it. How's that? You're probably, you're probably thinking about just editing this out right now, aren't yeah, you? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Can't. I'll make sure that it stays in. Can't. Okay. Um, switching over to Home Alone. Okay. Just stuff right in the coming down the middle. In Home Alone, the family is planning a trip to which city? Oh. In the first one, they're going to Paris. Ding. And in the second one, they're going to Miami, I think, or Florida. That's correct. Yeah, okay. Very good. And you got the follow-up. Where do they go in Home Alone 2? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, The thieves burglarizing Kevin's home go by two nicknames. What are their two nicknames? Individually? Or what's their group called? What's their group called? No, they're the Wet Bandits. And in number two? Sticky Bandits. There you That's go. That's right. <laughs> they still have the Salvation go. Army pots. <laughs> he just pulls, <laughs> just pulls out, out a handful of pennies. Pulls out a handful of quarters and pennies. Fucking, that's uh, Harry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Marv. 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 Harry's Joe Pesci. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The not as stupid one. Right. Harry. <laughs> uh, in Home Alone 2, Kevin checks into which hotel? That would be the Plaza. Excellent. And you know who greets him there? Donald J. Trump. That's right. Uh, in Home Alone 2, Kevin uses a toy that helps f- helps him fool the hotel staff. Uh-huh. That toy is called what? I got one of these for Christmas that year, I believe. That would be the Talk Boy. So I want to talk a little bit about the Talk Boy. <laughs> okay. In, re- in researching this, I went to go search if you can still buy these. Yeah. You can. Uh-huh. They are really expensive if you want to get a, a good one. Really? If you had a talk boy and you had it in good condition, okay. you can go sell it for five or six hundred bucks. Jesus. Yeah. It's a collectible toy now. Yeah, I bet. I had one. Interesting fact too. The movie made them way more sexy than they were though. Uh yeah. Because you couldn't he like obviously the circumstances in which he used it just would never happen. Well, so what's really interesting about this is that it's not like It's so, just a recorder. So yes. Okay. It has it has its little elements to it. Okay. It is just a recorder, but John Hughes like wanted this for the movie. Okay. It wasn't like he went and saw some toy and was like, "Oh, I'll give that to Kevin." He created this toy. He created this toy. Okay. And there's a an Illinois 
toy manufacturer that that crafted them. Okay. And I mean, they, they, they the demand was absurd yeah, at the time. Like million, I think they sold millions of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it sold to Hasbro. Right. I just when what other time do you ever like? What other toy can you imagine that's just been or any totally created that, that in a movie? Yeah. By a director. Also in that movie, he created that old timey movie with the snakes. I don't know no snakes. You know, like uh, the angels with bullet holes. Yeah, wings or yeah bullet that, wings. that is what a is f- um, angel wings with bullet holes or something. Yeah, uh, that's a good trivia one. You, but like he wrote it and wrote like wrote that little scene, and they went and filmed it, and they. I, I just love how it was fully original. Angels with filthy souls. Angels with filthy souls. Get out of here. You filthy animal. Hey, Mom, I'm down here eating ice cream and watching rubbish. You better come out and stop me. <laughs> oh, so good. You got more um, trivia for me? Uh, I've got... I don't know if you know these. Do you ever watch the Gremlins? I've seen it. Okay. Uh, these are pretty easy. Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> a gremlin is a type of fictional animal. Do you know what kind of animal they, they were called? Oh, I thought they were called gremlins. No, that... The Furbies. animals, no. They're Furbies. Gizmo looked like a Furby. Okay, so you got follow-up answer. <laughs> Gizmo? Question number two. Yeah, the, the main, yeah. Mogwai. Okay, Mogwai. Mogwai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, Gizmo. Remember where he gets it from? The name? Uh, you remember where he gets oh. the Mogwai? And who gets it? Uh, Parker Brothers. <laughs> Hasbro. Mattel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So do you remember how the how I, I don't remember how remember? they had it's his, a toy store, his some dad, kind of store or something. His dad is an inventor and he's going into like Chinatown uh, and okay. he goes into this downstairs uh toy store yeah. and sees the Mogwai, Gizmo, this cute little furry guy. Yeah. And yeah, the Brings the dad back. doesn't want to sell him. Right. And then the kid was like, Just meet me out back, I'll give it to you. We need the money. Yeah. And then yeah, he gets the Mogwai, gotcha. takes yeah. it home, gives it to his kid. You said one thing, but there are two other rules. What are the three rules when you own a Mogwai? You don't feed them after midnight. Yep. That's that's like the most important. Yeah, then that's when that makes them go crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but isn't it always after midnight, technically? What do you mean? Right now is after midnight. Like someplace? Well, I mean, it's... What time is it? It's 5.30, so we're now 17 and a half hours after midnight. Yeah, of the previous day. Right. Yeah. So what is it, midnight Just till when? Just don't overthink <laughs> it. Okay. All right, so you don't feed them after midnight... Something about water, I think that's how you kill them. No. Oh, don't get them wet. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to get them wet. Yeah. But they, they replicate when you oh, get them wet. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. So, so don't the get opposite. them wet. Is that one of the rules? That is. But you're going backwards. Three, two, one. You're, the first one is you got to keep them out of the light. Bright so, light. Bright light. Yeah, okay. Keep them out of the light. Yeah. Don't get them wet. And don't ever feed them after midnight. Okay. Great movie. Are those rules explicitly told to him when he gets these things? Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, I can't remember. Uh, the dad is told the rules by the mm. by the little Asian boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. All right. And he's told the rules, and then he, he communicates those rules to his son. We should go to trivia sometime. Oh, I'd I want to go to trivia this week. Let's do it. Let's do it this week. Uh, that is Christmas movies for now. <laughs> Excellent. That's all you got. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to. I, I wish they had made Angels with Filthy Souls a full. Creature. Oh, totally. Yeah. I don't understand why, like, come, like, make that and then put it in AMC theaters. I'll go see that. Just put it on YouTube. Put it someplace. Yeah. Do this. It's you know, a good idea. speaking of that, uh, 
did you watch The Office, I assume? Yeah, I've watched it, but I, I haven't watched every episode or anything. This past week, I think they just released uh, Threat Level Midnight, which is the movie that Michael yes. Scott wrote yeah. uh, in full yeah. on, on YouTube, I think. So somebody's doing good ideas. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great idea. Agent Michael Scarn. <laughs> Michael Scarn. <laughs> <laughs> Threat Level Midnight's a great title. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have an awesome Christmas or whatever holiday you, you celebrate. Yeah. Happy uh, holidays. Happy holidays. Enjoy it. Enjoy your family. Enjoy or a little about time off. Themes, family, rebirth. That's right. Underdogs. Watch Die Hard if you want to. Yeah. Overcome adversity. That's right. And uh, yeah, get ready for next year. Nothing says Christmas like our savior, John McClane. That's right. <laughs> just a simple man. Just an unwilling hero. That's right. Yeah. Listen to some good music, watch some good movies, enjoy your time off, and we will see you next year. 